Hi, welcome to the podcast, Get Deep Inside. I'm your host, Karina Reyes, and today I have a really great guest for you guys. Uh, But first, I wanted to ask if you could rate and review this podcast on iTunes. That would be really appreciated. Uh, Four or five stars, and, you know, just put your comments in there as to, like, what you like, what you don't like what you wish to hear from me talk about, what would help improve this show, just so you know I have a better idea of things. Um, But yeah, that would be really appreciated. Today in the podcast, we have comedian, mom, model. (laughs) Giving me accolades, I'll take it. Ashley Shapiro. What's up? I'm talking to myself. (laughs) So you just came from doing a show? Did you have one or two shows? No, no. Actually, I went and supported a homie. She oh. had a show. You know. Yeah. Gotta support. Gotta support the uh, community. The yeah, team. I've been trying to do that a little bit more. And um, no, I did not. I've been Hollywood, and then I came all the way over here. But you know, but it, it, it's like that sometimes. But I'm just happy. Like I, I do have a show this weekend. It's not stand up. It's character show at oh, UCB. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Your graduation show. You know, I'm pretty excited about that. And then I have a show next week um, at the Time Warp Records. Oh, is this for the Mar Vista festival? festival? I keep seeing that. Like, yeah. what is this? I don't know because I, I didn't even know I was in the festival. Because I was like, I've been seeing this festival go on for like two weeks. How long is this festival going to go? It started last week. It's a whole bunch of shows. Um, like um, the producers dope, and I'm doing a show for, called the Poop Show. Oh. So the premise is like you tell a poop situation that happened. Oh. Um, any comedy. <laughs> so you know, and, and it's, at first I was like, what? But it's true. Like actually, poop's a big part of my life. Yeah, so, like, I was like, you can just talk about your daughter. <laughs> it's like every day is poop. <laughs> but I got I got some personal poop stuff too. I mean, I, I feel like I would I would have I wouldn't want to share the poop stories because it's like you did what? <laughs> you know what? I feel like I'm ready to just like let some of those layers just flow. It's like I don't know what, what I ate. I ran to the vet. You know. <laughs> right. It, it makes you like, but you know, poop situations bring you back right like there's nothing but a it makes you human <laughs> that's that's real yeah so the producers are like roland 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 yeah yeah he's he's dope like to be honest like um yeah he's really nice i did a show once they had a time warp festival comedy festival no way. earlier this year um but it was bad <laughs> oh okay it like I, I, I've never worked with him since then, just mm. because, like, the vibe was weird, mm. but I, it was just, like, all these comedians, and they were just saying the most awful stuff. Even the ones that were handicapped were saying stuff like, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but if she gets pregnant, she's getting an abortion. I'm forcing her to get an abortion. Or just, like, mm. there's a couple Egyptian guys at front, and they're making, like, Mexican racist jokes, and they're like, we're not even Mexicans. Like, we're What? And that was the kind of vibe that was mm. going on. And it, when when mm. I went up there, I got zero laughs. Because, like, my stuff isn't, like, stuff That's like that. Like vibe. And yeah. it was just like, oh, this is what they like here. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do another wow. show just because it was a bad experience. No, I get it. I mean, that would make me uncomfortable too. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know because it's been going on since last week, and a few comics that I know have done like the. I think it was like the best of or something show. Then mm-hmm. pretty sure they had fun. So, you know. Yeah, I think it was just like maybe this one time. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm pretty excited about that, and then also to eat some um, grub 
Are you, are you going to visit your family for Thanksgiving? So, like, some of my, well, I'm married, so my husband, half his family's out here in, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, in L.A., so. Okay, okay. So, um, we have a nice kosher Thanksgiving. <laughs> is he Jewish? Uh, part. Uh, <laughs> I, I talk about that in um, my comedy. It's true, though. He is, like, part Jewish, so. You're um, like, he's part circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? He cherry picked, so he, he he went with a fool on that one. Some other stuff, you know. He dibbled up. No, but yeah, so I'm excited because it's fun. We've done this a lot. It, what we used to do is like go to this one, and then we would drive up north to like, or you know, go see my family or something like that. But this year, um, <clears throat> my family members, like a few of them, are coming and just joining, and I'm oh, so happy about it. Yeah, that makes it a lot easier because I mean, the driving with the traffic that well, is. I'm not. Especially with a young child. No, I'm not doing it. I'm just, yeah. So it's a blessing it um, came together. What about you? Uh, my parents live in Compton, but it was like 20-something minutes away. Uh-huh. Uh, so usually I go there for a couple hours, get some food, and I leave. Oh, what do, what do you guys make, like, your family? Um, they make turkey, stuffing, uh, mashed potatoes, potato salad. Okay. So potato salad's good, rice, um, and then I bring a pie. Okay. Oh, okay. See, I don't normally bring anything because it has to be kosher, but this uh, year I'm going to bring sparkling, um, like, they like sparkling juices and stuff, like kosher uh, juice, right? I'm going to participate. I feel like I'm an adult this year. So, uh, <laughs> it took me, it only took me 85 years to grow up, so I'm just <laughs> going to contribute that way. But I used to, it's funny that you say stuffing because, like, in my house we made dressing, uh, you know, but, the, I, but my, you know, my husband's other side is regular white side, like baby <laughs> stuffing as well. So like, we, yeah, um, I've had it. Yeah, I've had some crazy stuffings. Like, uh, like my ex boyfriend before this one. Like, I would go to their house the day after Thanksgiving and eat all their food because their food mm. was always better than my food. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Because like his family was a little bit like better off. <laughs> they had like honey bake. <laughs> Oh, they had the good stuff. Yeah, they like had, they marinated. Oh yeah, they like I would go there for Christmas. There was prime rib. Wait, <laughs> they may be pet Look, they. I mm, need to go there. You still in communication with him? No, like my mom when it didn't work out with this last one, she was like, um, this last one, what? Uh, Richard. Like when we broke up. Like, oh, okay, gotcha. Um, she was just like. My ex-boyfriend before that, his name was Wes. She was like, does Wes have a girlfriend yet? And I was like, Mom, hold up. You you are trying to. You want to play. You are trying to sell me to the highest bidder over here. <laughs> hey, I'm not mad at Mom. <laughs> Food is definitely something that brings people together, right? Yeah, but I was just like, or randomly for like holidays, they would just barbecue and they would barbecue like really good food like ribs and chicken mm. and then they'd be like, take whatever you want. And then I would just get fed. <laughs> but I was like, yo, it's only three of you. Why are you making, like, food for 20 people? <laughs> because, you know, people come through. Like, my pops, every time he comes, I promise you, he, you would think we were having a massive barbecue. Like, we have two pits, okay? My yeah. dad smoked a smoker, and, like, he gets to grilling. I mean, I just look at it like we got mm-hmm. leftovers for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I'm like, y'all better come through. People come through and eat. But it was like his his uh, mom, she was very small. She's probably like 100 pounds. And she would eat, you know those little side plates? Mm-hmm. That was her meal. So I was like, why are they making all this food? She can't eat. It's just like you two and me. Like, we're not eating all this food. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you know you're happy. <laughs> when, you, when you're eating, 
Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, but it, it didn't work out. I moved to L.A., and he didn't want to live in L.A., and I was like, well, I'm not leaving. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, I think we briefly... I think so. We've had a few conversations. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've known you for a long time. <laughs> Which is right? Yeah, I think it's been like two months. <laughs> Has it? That's true. <laughs> okay, I if you had asked me and you hadn't revealed the two months, I would be like, yeah, maybe a year. Yeah. <laughs> but that's good vibes. That's good. Yeah. That's good when you feel like you're like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then how long have you known your husband? Like six, seven years? I have known him ten years. Oh, wow. We've been together for ten years. And where did you meet him? Um, we found love in a, a hopeless place, as Rihanna has said. The uh, internet? <laughs> no, no, pre-internet. We, um, it was, like, we worked together in this place oh. where we were, like, raising money for people, um, and it was just fucking a whole bunch of degenerates and crazy, it was just a crazy place. It wasn't, but the people were fun. The people were great, but yeah. it was just, like, just a, a nutty situation, mm-hmm. and, um, we were friends. And then we became lovers. (laughs) But it was a cool transition because we had so much fun together. It was the first time, like, we were inseparable. We used to spend so much time together. I remember we got to the point where we were like, okay, but when we go to work, let's not sit next to each other. You know, let's have a little little space. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that can happen sometimes because I know a few people where they were, like, best friends or, like, friends first Mm -hmm. for, like, four or five years, and then it transitioned and I was like, I was like, how could you have been friends for that long? And then it was just like platonic. <laughs> well, I mean, for us, I think it was literally three months of great friendship. But it was just, we had another friend too, so it was three of us. Mm-hmm. And it was just like banter and debate. And like, we would just talk about so many things because, you know, the job wasn't that difficult. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I mean, we had so much fun that it was easy yeah. And then at the time, I think I was dating someone, you know, so it was also about timing, mm-hmm. being receptive to, um... Yeah, he was like, I'll be your friend for now. Yeah, well, actually, you know, I think, like, he was playing hard to get, and I was like, listen, I'm not chasing nobody, okay? Mm-hmm. I put the bait <laughs> out, you know what I mean? And <laughs> so it just so happened that, like, we ended up, um going to a friend's birthday dinner mm-hmm. and uh we're all sitting at the table it's like at Benihana's and I was sitting between him and another guy a friend yeah and um I didn't know that maybe he had a little feelings or something I have no clue all I know is my husband he was like um I'm paying for her dinner and then he pulled that chair close to him and I was like okay he was like order whatever you want <laughs> And it was like in an instant, I went from like friend to like loverish type. And I was yeah, so I was he so got confused. he got jealous. Yes, honey. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll take it. I even have a picture of the moment, and I remind him, like, because he always you, you, you should be like, hey, it could have been him. It, it could have. As a matter of fact, this is kind of funny, but he actually ran into that guy oh. like a couple weeks ago in the elevator. <laughs> He's like, how you doing? How you doing? He was like. Yeah. He's like, you think you're my girl? <laughs> you like your baby. Yeah, no, but that. How's yeah. she looking? Let me get Right? Like, she had a baby. <laughs> you don't want her now. <laughs> you know, guys. He's like, I trapped her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Not put a baby in there. <laughs> yeah, instead of you trying to trap him, he was trying to trap you. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was all about it, because honestly, the pull-out game was was legit working and I don't know how <laughs> yeah like no there was a co-worker 
he was so pissed. He was talking about how he was going to sue Trojan because they got pregnant. And then he was like, we use condoms, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, you know, there's that 1%, 2%. And then other people were like, no, I think she might have put a hole in that condom because you guys were together for like five years. She, she's getting up there, you know. Like, I think she was like, I could trap your ass. <laughs> hey, you know. And he was so pissed, and then now it's like he loves his child. Well, I think sometimes men's initial, or any anyone's initial reaction, mm-hmm. isn't necessarily an entire reflection of how they really feel. Yeah. It's just sometimes like shock. shock. Yeah. Information and how it's given to you, mm-hmm. you know. Because they, they're not ready for it, right? But it's like you, you become ready. <laughs> I mean, we're never ready. You know, every job I've ever had, you know, I wasn't ready or didn't know what the hell was going on mm-hmm. until you are. Yeah. Every situation, right? Then you just I'm step up. Or they figure out that you're not and they're like, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm a great actor in that regard because no one ever figured out that I didn't know. <laughs> Let me tell you. I was like, rise to the occasion. Just rise, honey. Never apply for the jobs that you are qualified for. Always go above. <laughs> <laughs> reach for the stars. How do you ever get to the stars if you don't reach, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like they say, like, women don't tend to apply to these jobs if they don't meet all the criteria. But men, it's like, I meet three of these bullet points, I'm going to apply. That's interesting. All right. I definitely learned a lot uh, reading, like, Lean In. And I, I had I used to have a women's group mm-hmm. because... Um, I was raised with a lot, not necessarily a lot of men, but um, I was. Like, my, I had a whole bunch of uncles, and mm-hmm. so my parents were separated. So when I stayed with my dad, I was with a whole bunch of men. And I will say that, like, um, I really was influenced by them. So a, a lot of natural tendencies that I have um, use a lot of masculine energy sometimes. So you have, like, a alpha kind of... I probably do. Energy. But I'm also very much in touch, and I would always say that I'm also very much in touch with of my feminine energy as well. Yeah. But when it comes to, like, things like, you know, um, applying for a job or something, like, I definitely wouldn't question. Or I've always asked for more money, or I've always negotiated. Like, those were never mm-hmm. things. So when I have... Even with my younger sister or other one, I'm always like, go for it. Like, you know, and I do sense that sort of like hesitant hesitation. Like, so yeah. I was, well, I used to have all these examples of, you yeah, know, did you hesitate? I don't know, for other things. No, the first time I asked for a raise, I was so scared because mm. I kept complaining. I was complaining and complaining, and I was like, I need to stop complaining and I need to say something. Mm-hmm. And I had to listen to a song to like pump me up. Mm-hmm. I went in there and I started chit-chatting and he's like, why did you really want to talk to me? <laughs> and then I told him and then he was like, okay, let me talk to your manager and see what we can do. And then oh. two weeks passed by and he's like, I didn't forget about you. And then like, I ended up getting a good raise. And it's like, if I wouldn't have said anything, mm-hmm. it would never would have happened. Yeah. I mean, it's a delicate thing being a woman because mm-hmm. even though I do possess like, you know, this sort of tapping into let's say the masculine energy like I'm still a woman going in there yeah you know what I mean and so yeah. you know um I definitely have gotten like I remember back in the day because I was raised with sports like my pops both my pops my stepdad and my dad all we did was watch sports that was how we communicated you know mm-hmm. what I mean and everything was a competition like even walking <laughs> to the car like you run to the car and who tapped the car first or if we bowl together it was I'm about to whoop. It was never like, oh, we're going to let yeah. Ashley win. We played basketball. My dad was rejecting my stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, Which I think is how it should be. 
Well, you know, it's one way. It's one way. It's one way. Because the thing is, like, (laughs) if you just let them win all the time, they're Mm -hmm. never going to learn what failure is. True. True. I mean, I don't even know what I thought of it at the time. I was just like, goodness gracious, like, do they ever get a break? You know? Yeah. At, yeah, at one point it's like, who's the, uh, who's the adult here? Who's the child? <laughs> but at the same time, I have to respect them for just being themselves. And so I learned, I, I love sports. I mean, I don't watch much of anything as much mm-hmm. as I, you know, could or used to. But I know sports because I played, I watched, I know athletes. Yeah. So sometimes when I would get in a room with guys or whatever, um, and we'd be talking sports. And, you, you know, sometimes men think just because they have balls that that means they know sports. It's like, mm-hmm. man, you haven't even won a blue ribbon or anything in your life. Like, mm-hmm. give me a break, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, I, and, and that always is um, pretty fun because they think I need validation or I want just some. You know, you can yeah. say, like, dude, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a guy's girl or whatever. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. So, Especially know, in, like, comedy, you get a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. Like, yesterday when I was at the HaHa, there was an open mic before. Okay. And there's a comedian that I knew, and we're talking to him, and then his comedian friend comes, and he leaves and leaves the comedian friend, and me and, you know, my other friend who are on the show, we're, like, standing next to him, and I, I see him, like, looking at us, and he's just, like, looking at us, like, and with this look that I, I already could tell by the way he was looking, that I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. Um, he already thinks that he's better than us or whatever because mm-hmm. he knows that it's a class and it's like that whole mentality like oh you don't need a class whatever mm-hmm. so he asked the friend like how long have you been doing comedy six weeks and she's been doing it for five years and I think she then tells him how long have you been doing comedy she didn't even answer the question and just before like he answered I started walking away because I was like oh I already know where this is going mm-hmm. he's trying to make us feel less Wow. Um, because he thinks that he knows more because he's not in this class. Mm. And then I, like, walked away, and I, I, I got a little, like, mad, and I was like, he doesn't know me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh, I was like, you messed with the wrong person. <laughs> I was like, what was his name again? Because he's never going to be on any of our shows. <laughs> oh, man. It, you know, I would say almost every industry, you know, you're going to encounter some, oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, bad fruit, but I would say for the most part, those encounters are far and few. Mm-hmm. But between, you, right? you also get easier at picking it out. Well, yeah. Yeah. It, it's like a huge red light. I mean, you know, to have that sort of um, uh, point of view, it's not just at that. It's, it's going to be on everything because mm-hmm. you're, you're, you know, close-minded in a way or you're not open to growth or whatever you know yeah. what I'm saying so it's pretty it's pretty easy to spot yeah because the first couple of times you're just like oh why are they talking to me this way and then they do kind of make you feel bad mm-hmm. and then you realize what they're doing and you're just like oh no like I'm not gonna fall for this yeah I mean I yeah absolutely like and that, I, I hate that part about it you know what I mean but I think being a woman in comedy is being sometimes most of the time being the only woman in the room mm-hmm. you know like it just it is kind of what it is so you do really um work on your receptors for just mm-hmm. picking up like energy or oh, is this not you know because yeah. we're women we have to also be aware of like what vibes am I sending out because you know there's people who may like you right or mm-hmm. also you know you you're still a woman going to your car later yeah night, you know so you're I mean you're just there's so many things that you're being receptive to so there's no reason why you wouldn't pick up also on some bad energy from someone not liking you you know yeah 
but I don't know. I feel like, gosh, I meet so many great guys in comedy, though, who are just, like, allies. Like, not only, mm-hmm. you know, great comedians themselves, but really super cool with making sure that there are women mm-hmm. included or not feeling excluded. Yeah, and there, there yeah. are, but it's like when you do find these small ones here and there, you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it is definitely a reminder. <laughs> yeah, like I was listening to this interview with, I don't know if you watched Game of Thrones. Oh, the show? Yeah. The real show? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know, because you know, there's a lot of stuff out there from, like, uh... <laughs> yeah, so they were interviewing Amelia Clark, mm-hmm. and this was, like, her first role. Um, and how she's reading the script. She ha- she didn't know the script. She's reading it, and she's like, oh, this is the catch, because there's a lot of nudity. Mm-hmm. She's like, this is the catch for doing this part. And she said, like, you know, she's like, well, you know, I'm an actress. This is a acting job. I'm just going to do it because if it's on here then it must be required mm-hmm. and then she was saying that you know jason i don't know how to say his last name mimosa or mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah i know yeah yeah like uh, oh i know who you're talking about yes let's just call him jason because i don't even yeah <laughs> that he like when stuff was happening he would protect her he was like oh no sweetie like that's not okay like they can't do that to you or they can't talk to you or like hey, she's cold, can somebody get her a robe? Okay, that's enough time, somebody get her some clothes. Just like, you don't need to be as nude or you don't need to be nude all the time. And that that was really helpful because she, mm-hmm. she didn't know any better. And it was really great that she had this person who was mm-hmm. kind of being an ally for her and protecting her from, you know, what this was. She also has um, a veteran wife who's been in the game, Lisa Bonet, for a long time as an actor. and. I mean, behind every great man is an incredible wife. Oh, yeah, wife. yeah. That's so exactly, I wouldn't be surprised. That's exactly what they were saying. Like, mm-hmm. they were saying, like, she was probably telling him. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, that's why he's such a feminist because, like, he got it from her. And mm-hmm. that's why he was protecting her. Right. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. We, we have all these labels, right? But the mm-hmm. truth is, just like, that's just the human thing yeah. to do. And, it's, and, and we have to really highlight those moments because... You're right. Like, there's moments where those things don't happen, where someone wouldn't, you know what I mean? Or or maybe they're just not tapped in. Mm-hmm. You know, some people are just more receptive or yeah. just more, you know, um, not woke, but, you know, for lack of a word, but just, like, really yeah. just, like, heightened, heightened senses and just, like, empathetic. Yeah, and then she was saying that, like, you know, when he was no longer there, there was a point where, you know, they wanted her to take off her clothes. And... She was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And they're like, don't you want to do it for your fans? Like, this is what your fans want. And she was like, no, my fans can be okay if I don't do this. Wow. And they were saying, like, I don't think your fans would have cared if you did it or not. Like, they were just trying to use that against you. Dang. Well, we are in the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. And there are definitely moments where, you know, it's not the benefit for women, you know, women are mm-hmm. constantly having to protect ourselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm happy to hear that, that this story had like a, um, it was a positive light. Yeah. You and she said I mean? she learned a lot from it too. Yeah. That's yeah. why I, I, I was at a show, was that a show? Gosh, I can't remember. I have the worst memory right now. Short term <laughs> memory is not great. Long term is great. Uh, where this guy, he went up. And he did his first comedy show ever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was going not the best, whatever. 
but you know he was you could tell he was really feeling down on himself and I I normally sometimes I'm within my own self and I'm just it has nothing to do with going on you're just like I'm exacerbated because whatever else I've already yeah. done but I was like you know what like go over there say something to him you know and I did and, and, and like I didn't do it for me I did it for him you know just it felt good though to help someone but I was just like yeah listen everyone's first time is not the best. I mean, some of us it yeah. is. Maybe it's the second time that you, like, whatever. But keep going. Don't beat yourself up about it at all. Like, your first day at work, did you kill it? You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, people still like you. Like, you know, and he yeah. was like, wow, that, that really means a lot. You know, because, you know, because we don't know what people are going through. And I think yeah. that's something that we as humans lose connection with is that we're all connected. Mm-hmm. But we forget that someone could be going through something. That's why they honk the horn at you that, that loud. Yeah. You know, and it's those moments where it's not in your benefit to show compassion. Not when things are great, show compassion. I mean, that's fun, but, like, it's when the person on the other end isn't being nice to you. Those yeah. are opportunities for you to practice, like, empathy or, you know, being like, oh, you know what? Come up with a story in your head for what happens to that person. <laughs> yeah. And give them a break because that, yeah. to me, is how you pay it forward in yeah. one way. No, away. yeah, in the, in the class there was this one girl... And the first day in the class, she, she like, started tearing up because she's been wanting to do this for so long. Aww. And then the next class, they're, like, the whole questions, and she's, like, this guy, like, he heckled me. She's, like, he starts recording me because he's, like, oh, this is good. And then, like, a minute in, he was, like, oh, no, this is not good, and stops recording. And that just really, like, hurt her self-esteem. And... You know, she was thinking of quitting, and then I told her, like, oh, a few examples of when that happened, and how the more you do it, the more you come, you have a comeback mm-hmm. to, like, get them for doing that to you. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, oh, okay, and she, she stayed in the class, and I was like, I don't know if this helps, but, like, you know, we all go through this. Yeah. Like, it's hard. And comedy is not for, like, the soft-hearted. Like, this, this is a great opportunity to get thick skin. Yeah. Because... <laughs> it, it's just not no one's like it's not the place to where someone's going to hold your hand mm-hmm. no one even barely wants to give you information <laughs> okay about anything yeah um which i understand now because you got to work so that you know and then once you know you know you know what i mean mm-hmm. but if someone keeps handing to you you'll always ask for handouts you know, yeah. not saying that you can't. I mean, you know what I'm saying? But you start understanding that, like, if you're in it for the long run, mm-hmm. it's about building relationships. Honest to goodness. I even hate saying it's such, like, a... Isn't such a corn Building relationships like <laughs> networking, right? But the truth yeah. is, is, like, if you vibe with somebody, then it would be easy to just basically talk with them about regular stuff, and then they'll know you. Yeah, yeah. You don't have... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I remember, too, when I started out, too, just, like, no one's going to tell you anything. I, I mean, this is the industry. No one wants to tell you nothing besides ComedyBureau.com. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> I think there was, like, the Marty Worst one for a while. and oh, then yeah. Like, or whatever that was. But, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see that one because he, like, does reviews on mics. But then it's, like, I always forget to look at it. And it's like you have to kind of dig through where's what. No, shout out to Jake. Yeah. I'll make a donation before the end of the year. Thank you. Oh, is he the one that runs the comedy bureau? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's, it's good. I mean, there's a lot of slotted mics that have been popping up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've done any of the slotted mics. Not as, sometimes. I, yeah, I don't know. I moved to the valley, so, like, now I'm doing different. I think the closest one there is that Oyster Bar. Okay. Um, it's in Studio City. Gotcha. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, and I, oysters sound delish. I love oysters. Not all the time, but in the right mood. Right? I don't even know if they sell oysters. Oh! <laughs> I know they have tacos outside. What? <laughs> I really went on a tangent. I was like, I have some ice? And just, okay, what it? She's like, that's how that baby was made. Okay, we had some oysters and some chocolate. I was the chocolate. It was the oysters. <laughs> He was the oyster because he's white. <laughs> <laughs> That's lying. Oh, my gosh. Well, it wasn't messy, obviously, you know. Like, She's like... <laughs> <laughs> God, you going to make me go pick up some oyster? <laughs> oh, I'm crazy. I'm going to sit back. I'm yeah. Like, uh, not because I'm trying to get away from people. 7-Eleven like probably has some oysters. <laughs> Girl, that's basically... <laughs> that's food death. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's nothing worse than food poisoning. Oh my. Do you mind if I put my feet no. There's nothing worse than food poisoning. I, I just got real comfortable. I was like, I'm pick up my No, my, my boyfriend gave me food poison once at work. Because I was like, can you make me lunch? <laughs> so he makes me the lunch. I'm eating it, and I'm telling my coworker, like, Are you, I don't know, this sausage looks a little pink. And she's like, no, it's fine. Like, she's like, you're being dramatic. I, I take a couple bites, and I'm like, you know what? I don't feel right about the food. <laughs> I'm just not going to eat it. Right? And it was, like, cauliflower rice, avocado, and, like, a pork link or something. Mm. Italian sausage. And the rest of the lunch, I just felt uneasy. As soon as lunch was over, I just started vomiting. Mm. And, like, I went inside. My, my face was all blue. Um, I was like, I'm feeling sick. I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. And at that job, if you work at least like half of the day you didn't have to use pto like oh okay it was covered um and i'm leaving and i thought it was all good i'm like driving and i'm on the road and then it just keep i was like you almost killed me <laughs> oh Mm-mm. and then you have to no i i remember having food poisoning at work one time and um it was at like a tide spot and i had got maybe the seafood in it and oh. it's literally was maybe took 30 minutes after lunch and when I tell you like I got dizzy I could barely see and then it was just all coming up and I mean it was just and I have a sensitive stomach so it was just really bad all I know is like my co-worker drove me home because <laughs> I was going to drive myself I woke up in like a sweat because you know it puts your body yeah I was just out of it I was like I don't wish that on anybody so I don't even hesitate. I don't care if it don't look like it is um, cooked properly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your feelings can be all hurt, but my stomach's going to be all right. Especially chicken. Yeah. Oh. I see that pink chicken. I was like, send it back. <laughs> Why don't think people know, like, you know, if you're not roasting the chicken or, or whatever, you know, you sometimes you have to put the foil on it to cook it from the inside or, you know, you got to cut it. Foil. Right. Even with sausage, I don't make it very often. Like, I actually haven't made sausage in a long time. I always would cut the sausage in half. I mean, not, not um, to, you know, just, like, kind of open it to fold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't have the proper, you know, rotisserie, whatever, to get the, mm. Like, can we put it in a thermometer to check? Right. <laughs> Who has time for that? <laughs> Girl, you are making me hungry. <laughs> we talking about Sauce, Italian sauce, sauces and oysters. Like you had me over thinking about my family and this, this their um, smoked turkey um, salad. 
That oh sounds good. Oh <laughs> my goodness. It is so bomb. I mean, it's basically like um, a smoked turkey, kind of like a, it's not like a salad. There's no lettuce in it. It's more like a potato-ish type salad. Like a pasta salad. Kind of, but I forget what's it. I think I've seen that before where it's like ham and then there's cheese. Um, I don't think they put cheese in it, but it's, it's kind of like that. It's, no, we don't use mayo. <laughs> You're like, we're not redneck. No, we don't, do, we don't do the mayo. But it is so bomb, actually. Oh, my goodness. They had sent it, sent some to me. My Grammy had her, one of her birthdays. It was like her 70th or 75th birthday. Oh, my gosh. We had this party. Everybody, we was getting down. We was all wearing white. And then she brought that smoked turkey. When I tell you, I had to make a plate and put it away. And people was going through the plate to get some. Girl, so good. Ooh, I am hungry. Why are you making me hungry? Let me drink this. Is it good? I just bought it today. I like sparkling water, personally. I thought it might taste so. like that grape soda. And uh, No. Yeah. I, this I, tastes like sparkling water with a hint of grape. <laughs> I'm with it. You know, I'm okay. It, I didn't want the pop, so it's good. Yeah, I showed the like a picture of it to my friend, and I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it tastes like Welch's grape soda. And he's like, it's not going to be that. <laughs> not at all. It's as if this was just like like sparkling water and someone took a tiny little yeah. drop and literally dropped a, a little just a hint of grape. Yeah. So you're not going to like that. <laughs> but you gave it to the right person. I love sparkling girl. You don't even have to have flavor. <laughs> I like them bland. I do. I do. Mm. <laughs> I do. I like bland nail polishes. Like, you know, I, I really do. Those neutral colors. I do. I live in them. But then I'll wear like a leopard boot. You know, I like yeah. elements of um, like... Like one thing that kind of stands out. I think also because my hair just is like a big part of like... It's not who I am, but it's just something that people visually see. Yeah, it's like your brand. It's Yeah, but it's just so much. Like, they didn't have, like, the brightest. You know, it just, I'd be looking at myself, oh, Lord. I mean, isn't that, like, the thing now to be bold and, like, you know, be extra? <laughs> True, but I'm more interested in being myself. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and I don't even shop. My aunt <laughs> bought this jacket, actually, um, this coat. It's nice. Thank you. And she was going to return it. And then she was like, I was like, oh, can I have it? Because I don't have a coat. You know, we live in L.A. Like, I have a denim jacket. I have, like, a thin little pleather jacket. You know mm. what I'm saying? And so um, I took this or whatever. But, I mean, it it, it, has, it looks like it has, like, sheep hair. You know what I mean? Um, I can't be having that with hot pink. I, I <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, if that was a hot pink color. <laughs> jacket anytime it goes under 60 yeah just because no I had to get a new jacket that I bought on like Poshmark for like $20 because mm -hmm. I was wearing the same one which is a little similar to that mm -hmm. every single day because it's like well this is my warmest jacket right now yes that's all I got you want me to wear my blanket yeah it's, it's got like <laughs> marker marks all over like okay you need to get some dress like like this is no longer like like popping it's just like it's much oh, down. No. <laughs> People are like, "Are you gonna wash it?" Wait, wait. <laughs> like it, it was, so, it was dirty, right? Like it had some kind of gray marks. I don't know from what. Okay. It looked like I was like rolling on the floor, you know. And I, I saw that it looked dirty, but mm -hmm. I was like, "Well, it's all I got." <laughs> wait, you need to get a tie stick, okay? <laughs> because 
What? I have one, but I lost it. <laughs> okay, 7-Eleven isn't far from here. Yeah. yeah. Get you one. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to, like, work on my, like, outfits, because it's like, oh, you know, just grab and go. Instead of having to, like, spend time looking through there, like, what am I going to wear? Because mm-hmm. I was like, ain't nobody got time for that. I donated, like, 12 bags of clothes. That's a lot of bags. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I donated two bags <laughs> to my mom. <laughs> I wish my mom and I could never wear this, but she's, like, a size zero. Um, no, but I donated to Alexandria's house, which is um, a charity for um, domestic um, oh, cool. abused women and their their kids. They take in the kids, oh. too, which is very hard to find. So, anyway, I donated all that stuff. One, it felt great. To, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's incredible how, like, light I felt after. Yeah. Um, and I only talked about Alexandra's house just in case people want to make donations because yeah. they also take household items, too, because they help them get on their feet so that when they leave, oh. they almost have, like, a microwave, all the things that you would need. Yeah, that way they feel more at home. Well, absolutely, because they're in their own place, Yeah, and they can save up for their first and last month's rent, so them and their kids can sustain. Yeah. But anywho, um, I did that so that I just had simple clothes of what I like to wear. Like, I loved almost, like, combining, um, what's that lady's name? Marie Kondo. Marie Kondo with a whole bunch of other methods, and then literally loving the pieces, and then I don't have to think because all of it goes together. Yeah, it's like a kind of like that minimalist wardrobe. Kind of, yeah. It's like the Steve Jobs without the turn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I kind of did that in a bit. Like, I did donate the clothes to my mom, who was a survivor of <laughs> domestic violence, and my sister. Oh, no way. <laughs> Go ahead. Girl, I don't know. You make me uncomfortable. Can I laugh? Can I not? Like, but she laughing, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, you look at you. <laughs> we did the same thing. We did the same <laughs> My wish is more direct. You should, that should be a new bit. Well, I did, I did a joke where I said, um, because of my childhood, I have PTSD. Mm-hmm. I call it PTSD. My boyfriend calls it being a bitch. Oh. <laughs> wow. Or I, I did a lot of depression jokes yesterday. Really? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> did it, and it went well? Yeah, like, uh, one of them was like, I was saying, like, my mom was feeling depressed because she was turning 60, and then the whole joke is, like, she doesn't know how to count because she's really 59. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, she was, like, I was, like, well, you can save the birthday decorations for next year. Wait! <laughs> yes! And you can be depressed then. <laughs> um, like, save it for later. Yeah. Let's just table this. Yeah. And then I time. and then I said uh, there was a favorite game that she liked to play, I would go play in my room, and she would take naps. It was called depression. <laughs> and I did a lot of depression jokes. Hey, you know what? Sometimes it'd be like that. Like, you go through phases mm-hmm. uh, where you have immense emotion attached to something. Yeah, that's why it's incredible now. I just, moments where I'm upset or, like, her, I really dig deep in those moments for new information because, yeah. you know, or, or just when you have that feeling to write at that time because you really have a clear point of view about how you feel. Yeah, like I, because with the class, like I kept spending so much time trying to rewrite, rewrite, and it just wasn't coming to me. And, like, I was like, oh, well, these other jokes, they came so easy to me. Like, why is this not working? 
and I talked to the comedian who hosts the mic, because I went to go do a mic, and it, there was nobody there, so he was like, we're not going to do it. Oh, yeah. um, but the conversation was really helpful because, you know, my confidence was feeling a little low, especially with him criticizing my work. And he was just like, yeah, that's what happens when you have talent. It comes easy to you. And then when you have to work at it and you have to test out a bunch of stuff, that's when you it kind of hits that roadblock. He's like, that's where you are. So you just got to keep testing things out. And then I was kind of doing that. And then I call my mom for her birthday and she starts telling me how I was the one who told her that she, that was not her age. <laughs> She's telling me how, like, her cousin and her sister called, and they have a bet going on because one of them thinks he's 58, the other one thinks he's 60, and she's like, yeah, I told them that I was 60, and I was like, you lied to them. Wait, so she's going to have this party? <laughs> they had already bought the decorations that said oh. happy 60th birthday. They had the cake, they had the Wait, she, said she could have did it twice. I told her to save those things for next year. You wouldn't even let her... She, so I told her, I was like, no, mom, like, she's like, but I was born in 1960. That This is how she's defending herself. Oh. I was like, I'm 29 years old. You had me when you were 30. That's 59. <laughs> You're filming the crumbs. She's like, she was like, what? I'm not 60? And I started dying on the phone. Oh, and, <laughs> Oh, I love it. And that's where that joke came from. It just came so easy because I was like, oh, she's just writing it for me. Because <laughs> it's just like real. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I feel like sometimes it just comes and you know it's funny, right? Because mm-hmm. you're you you your your fingers your fingers on the dial. Like you you've heard other stuff maybe that you know you're like, oh, that's funny. I mean, it wasn't your your perspective or your yeah. your your category that you cover, and so you have to just sometimes trust your instincts that like this is funny, this, this is good, this is it. Mm-hmm. And then there's some stuff that maybe it's not naturally what you normally talk about, and so sometimes like, those are the stuff that you really test because you know it's not, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and also everyone's process is different. Like, some people are writers, some people say it and then write it, or, it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of stuff times when our Maybe it comes down to me being a methodical type person or not. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because I was even looking at my old jokes, and I was like, how did I write this? And the way it was written was pretty much how I said it. And I was like, oh, like, it came out as the joke already. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't, like, too much work that I had to do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's just what works for one person, one yeah. person can not work for the next, you know? And mm-hmm. also, I feel like the more pressure you kind of put in yourself, not that pressure doesn't create diamonds, but it, the more fun you have, right, doesn't it seem like it's just so much more fun on stage? If you're having fun, regardless of maybe necessarily what's coming out of your mouth, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're putting in the work, yeah, it's like, it will, it will, you'll shine, it will come through, right? Yeah, which is why I didn't want to take the class again, mm. because it's like, that class put so much pressure on me, that it's like, oh, I need to have this ready by then. Instead, if I, if I gave myself the time to just work on something new, then bring it in, it's like I was working on something new from the start. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have anything. As before, it's like I had something that we just kind of fixed. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, there was that pressure. Like, I kind of wanted to quit that class, but I was like, I paid this money, I can't <laughs> Right? Like, I kept giving myself anxiety. Like, I was getting anxious, like, the day before class because it's like, oh, here it goes again. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's interesting because I feel like it's so important to keep a gauge of how things make you feel, mm-hmm. right? And it's one of those things that myself as well um, is starting to become more mindful of. Like even if like if there's a room that I don't like, it's okay oh, to yeah. not like a room, and it's okay to not go back. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a time and a place to like um, push yourself or whatever. But then there's also like, well, maybe today's one of the days you'd go to places that you do genuinely like or feel neutral about and being aware. Yeah. Right? Because it's your life on top of like you putting in all this effort. Yeah, that's time taken away from, you know, spending time with your daughter or yeah. your husband. Yeah, getting like a, you know, fat burger. Okay, do you know I've yeah, been here fat. for so long I had never had fat burger. <laughs> And for some reason, I was confusing Fat Burger with Tommy Burger. Oh. And so I was like, I'm not interested in the Sloppy Joe sandwich. <laughs> like, I'm just... Tommy Burger is good. But I don't like how the meat looks oh, like... Oh, um, yeah. It does look kind of nasty. It looks like... all brown. Uh, I don't mind brown, but it looks like um, AMPM when they had the nachos that you squeeze down on oh, the whole thing. I used to like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this why is you right after your why you why you hitting on my breakfast, <laughs> girl? It's all you. You can have it. Okay, I'm I'm with it. But I went to Fat Burger because my um, aunt was visiting and my and we we're like, okay, well let's just try because we were so hungry. Oh my goodness, it was so good. And then you know that they have um, the fat fry. lactose. Oh. <laughs> what did you say? They have fat fry. <laughs> They have skinny fries and fat fries. No, I, didn't, I don't even know if I even paid. I think I got, like, sweet potato fries. Uh-oh. No, but they have lactose-free milkshakes. Oh, really? Yes! I want one! There's I'm one like, right around the corner really? from here. Oh, yeah, goodness, I'm so lazy. Um, sometimes I get a delivery. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> I am, I'm going to get one after I, I'm so hungry. Yeah, it's, like, right around the corner. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've tried, like... I think they have a banana milkshake, a strawberry milkshake. Well, see, I haven't had milkshake in maybe years. Yeah, so I haven't just had because. one in like a few months. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, hmm. I went to Chick-fil-A after a show, mm-hmm. and I just, I was like, I'm getting a sandwich, I'm getting fries, and a milkshake. Yeah. Like halfway through, I was like, too much. <laughs> Wait, okay, have you had the Popeye sandwich? Yeah, I, is it good? I just had it last week. Um, my coworker got it for me. <laughs> where is Popeye's? Is there Popeye's here? Um, I don't know where there's one here, but it, we we work in Whittier. Oh, okay. He was like, I'll go, and I was like, hey, if I don't have to do anything, I'll take the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> but was it? Was it, it was good. Like, I wanted another one. Really? I ate that sandwich so quick. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're, I may have a date night. Even, like, the, even the next day, he was contemplating going to Popeye's the next day. And this is a guy who's in his 60s who eats very healthy. And I was like, wait, what? He's like, I didn't bring that much lunch, and I was thinking, you know, for a snack. I was like, if you go, I will give you money. <laughs> wait, okay, I'm thinking about date night at Popeye's. It was good. They haven't had the sandwich in uh And it was I cheap. Was it was like, I think it's like $5. Pretty expensive for um, Popeye. I know, but it's cheap compared to Chick Fil A. <laughs> oh, that's true. Chick Fil A is, expensive. but it, the quality is consistent. I don't know. It was pretty good. It was really crispy. Mm. I put some ketchup on top. Mm. Okay. It was a little spicy though. <laughs> Ooh, now you can talk. And I do like a, a little spice. Yeah, it had like pickles. Oh, I love. Pickles. Yeah, so it was really good. I mean, it's no Howling Rays, but it's like. What's Howling Rays? Um, Howling Rays is... Oh, Howling Rays. Yeah. 
like, oh, you, so that place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any <laughs> I cook at home. <laughs> I make crockpot meals. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, that place is a two-hour wait for a sandwich. You think Popeye's is long? The reason why Popeye's was so popular was because people were saying that, you know, it was better than Chick-fil-A, mm. which I think it is. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, but Howling Rays is, like, the same style, but it's, it's really good. Like the bread is, is like, like the, richer. The whole sandwich is really good. I mean, it, I would it, hope so. If, if this is, we're talking yeah. about Popeyes, which is the fast food. <laughs> yeah. right. um, but this place is like in Chinatown, mm -hmm. and they only have one location, and they're only open like certain hours, and it's a two-hour wait. I had it one time, and it was only because my work took us there mm. to like repay us for our work, and the manager he sent one of his interns to wait okay. to wait. Yes. So I'm by the time I got there, it was only another hour because oh. they had already been waiting for one hour. Dang. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm thinking of going next week because it's the holidays. I'm, I'm not waiting for nobody. I don't wait. Well, I thought because... I've been and had a whole meal <laughs> and then <laughs> bring a chair and a table to well, play when, in the Well, when I went, you know that ice cream place scoops? You know, I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> they have a lot of vegan that. ice cream. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. I gotta write some of this down. <laughs> you got me on some scoops and some. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah. So there's a scoops in that same plaza as Halloween Rays. So while I was waiting for my sandwich, I was eating the ice cream. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, scoops and then Howling Rays. Yeah. That's such an odd. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said Howling Rays. <laughs> You were like, excuse me? Um, but yeah, Scoops is all over. There's one here in Culver City, like five minutes from here. You over here trying to get me to just go spend money and go eat. She's date night. I'm like, okay, so we're going to go to Popeye's. I'm so serious. And then we're going to go to Scoops. No, actually, you know, I like to go, um, oh my gosh, I haven't been in, in a while. Sugarfish, they had one downtown that was oh. really good. Sushi. Um, but, you know, you have to eat it there. I mean, I know a lot of people get it to go, but... Yeah, I've seen that they do, like, the to-go. I was like, I'm not paying $4 for those. <laughs> but there's good. But also, there's a ramen spot in Koreatown. I don't even know the name. I just know the location. I don't know if there is a name. Oh, my gosh. And it's always rated B. But it's, I think it just stands for bomb because it is so good. <laughs> like, it's, you know, it's normally... Like, it's like they're rating it low because it's their secret spot. They don't want other people to come. I, I don't know. I think there's a few things that get you into B, but I just tell myself it's just because it almost doesn't matter. But any other place, you would honestly see me and I'd be like, um, we need to go. No, I went to a vegan Chinese place, which is rare in Whittier. I was like, yo, these Chinese people are, like, on top of it. And it was rated... It had a B, okay. but I went there because I really wanted some wonton soup, and I didn't, you don't know the rating on Yelp, I, I guess it says. Wonton soup is pretty, you know, you gotta be careful. You talked about food poison earlier, earlier, I'm like, hold on. So I showed up and I was like, hey, I already came all this way, it's a B, what are we gonna do? True. I mean, everything. You're not pretentious, so I know that we could eat together. Yeah. It was all good, except for the mushrooms. So you could tell the mushrooms were like, they're a little black. Like, <laughs> Wait, no, there are black mushrooms. No, but you know when they start going bad? So oh, these were other colors. They weren't born black. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were born white, and they started to turn black. Okay, that's a whole other issue. Okay, good. So I just <laughs> ate around the mushrooms. Wait, you just <laughs> take the mushrooms? <laughs> 
they stayed in the suit? You were like, no, stay put. I'm not even touching you. Yeah. So I was like, it wasn't bad except for the mushrooms. Wait, this whole episode <laughs> is like basically Yelp in the making. We're like Grubhub or Postmates. Like we are over here letting people know the spot for food. Like. Dang, Fat Burger. I mean, we need to be spo- you need to be sponsored. <laughs> I'm trying to get sponsored by ice cream. <laughs> you should, and then every episode have people taste a different scoop. Because no, there was this podcast that I listened to, and Ben and Gary's was sponsoring them. I was like, hey, hook me up. <laughs> Ooh, okay. I need to be sponsored by all the lactose-free um, places. Yeah, like there's this. I don't know if you've heard of this, like mushroom coffee. You know what? I think at this point, I've been living underneath a rock because I don't know what is going on. Like, you just dropping all sorts of knowledge. Like, what? Yes. Yeah. Mushroom coffee. Yeah, so it's supposed to have the same caffeine, if not more, than coffee. Mm-hmm. And, like, coffee, it lowers your immune system. But this, mm. ca- this uh, mushroom coffee, it has, like, antioxidants and, like, nutrients. And so... Can what, I put in a cure? No, it's like a powder. You heat up the water and you put the powder and you mix it. So I was having a lot of this when it when I was sick, mm-hmm. um, and it's not bad. Um, I forgot where I was going with it. You know, that oh. doesn't sound very promising. <laughs> when you say it's not bad, like, are, like they have a hot cocoa one that's good. Okay, I'm gonna have to try that. Um, but that but the way you set it up was like it's not bad rather than it's you know it's good. I mess with it. Like, it's a little expensive, but um, but the taste. Yeah, and so I took a picture and I like Instagrammed the the people, mm-hmm. and they like they liked it or they commented back, and I was like, I'm available for sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? If you want to sponsor me, and they're like, at this time we are full, but we'll let you know if we're looking. <laughs> Reach out, be like, following back up. I remember you said you were full. I need any spaces on the roster. Yeah, I was like, if I can get some free coffee. <laughs> Wait, you got me on. I need to get sponsored. Look, Waterloo, where are you at? <laughs> Sponsor me, because I'm thirsty. No, I see some people get sponsored by restaurants. <laughs> like, I'll eat there. Like, I see them eating at the restaurant. I was like, I don't know if you're really eating this, because, like, the food that they're eating is very, like, rich. Mm. And I was like, I, like, you see them take, like, one bite, and they're like, mmm, so good. And I was like, who is eating the rest of this food? <laughs> Wait. Good question. I was like, I know you're not eating this. <laughs> what happens to the leftover food? Yeah, because the they, they have a lot. They're like, look at my like burrito, then look at my it's French toast. I um, wonder if they can donate that food mm-hmm. to comedians. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like every restaurant, we, yes, we yeah. had a food critic come in and <laughs> we set the leftovers aside for any comedians. <laughs> Yeah, and she has, like, a couple of sponsorships by different restaurants, like tacos. It's like, man, she's getting fed every day of the week now. <laughs> Ooh, she awesome. Oh, no, she's really good at marketing. Whoa. Yeah, like, she's got all these ads, and, like, I was like, she, she knows how to market herself. She's getting sponsored by weed now. <laughs> they have, like, a dispensary is giving her stuff. That's smart. Yeah. I mean, especially if you smoke a lot, too, you know. Mm-hmm. Or not. I mean, you can sell it to your friends. Oh, no. This <laughs> is like the legal drug deal. I mean, wow. Because, I mean, that's how they make the their grant. money. That's actually how they make their money, the bud tenders. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't actually get money. They get weed, and then they got to be their own drug dealer. <laughs> what? Yeah, I've heard other comedians who are bud tenders, like, this is their their comedy. 
talking about how they have to be their own drug dealer or like they have to sell to the dispensary or they have to sell to their friends. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that sounds like way too much work. I would just smoke up all my material <laughs> and yeah. I would have no money. Oh gosh, that sounds like so much work, a job on top of a job on top of a yeah. job. No. It's like, it sounds cool, but then you got to do all this stuff. Doesn't even sound cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was with you with the food. You see my face, you're like, okay, yes. I'm with it, I'm with it. You're like, and now you're a drug dealer. <laughs> all right. I think this is where we pop the break. I'm just, you know what? I don't know if I'm qualified. I don't know if I have enough friends. Like, you can just do it all the time. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably be like, in the show, anyone want to buy some weed? <laughs> no, no, I'll, as soon as I'm done with the set, just honestly, right there, like, Ashley, I don't know <laughs> if that's legal. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I quit. I quit. What do you want me to do with this, all the samples you gave me? Like, if you want them back, okay, guys, I'm giving it away today. It's free. <laughs> it's like, you're fired. I quit, though. I already quit. <laughs> No, I'd be, I'd be the worst. Maybe <laughs> text message. Do you want the weed? <laughs> Ashley, I don't know if you should be, I don't know if you should have text message. Fuck it. I'm done. No, I had a friend that, you know, you had your whole Adderall thing with your husband. Mm-hmm. Like, she would give you some Adderall. Mm-hmm. And we would pay each other on Venmo. <laughs> what was, did you guys use an emoji for your... Yeah, so she would send, you know the salsa dancer? Uh-huh. She would send me, like, three of the, however many I bought, she would send me that many girls dancing. <laughs> what? And the thing was, like, her thing was public, so you know how you can see what other people are doing? Oh. I would click on her, and I was like, oh, this person's getting some, because she was sending her. She used the same emoji. So I knew who was getting some. Wait, so you knew who? Oh, look at you. Maybe you should go be also um, a comedian by night, um, a detective by day, the CIA, FBI. Like, you were on it. You're like, hmm. Let me translate this into millennial. <laughs> yeah, and then I knew some of these people, and when I would see them, like, oh, okay, I know, I know. Or she would introduce me, I was like, oh, I know what you'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you! I'm about to be, put mine on private. <laughs> no, I put mine on private. <laughs> oh. I, I don't even know, I didn't even know you could. Mm-hmm. Well, because the reason I put it on private, I was seeing my ex-boyfriend again, and he had bought me some groceries, and I was like, here's the money for the groceries. And I was like, oh, if people see you, see me sending you money for groceries, they're going to put two and two together. Um, so i got to put it on private. Because Wait, what would they put together? That we were seeing each other again. Oh. <laughs> I was like, nobody can know. Wait, why do you got to keep it on the down, though? Because I had made such a big scene about the breakup. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you did have a whole set, so. <laughs> whole set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I made a scene so many times. <laughs> Well, you guys did break up a few times. Yeah, we broke up three times. <laughs> Poor guy. Poor you. Both of you. Just yeah, I have, I, I've told him not to listen to this podcast because the first few episodes was just me talking so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I feel like when you date a comedian, I mean, there really is just no filter. It is really just going to spill out. Well, I was... I read Ali Wong's book. I don't know if you've read it. I haven't read it, but I did see that you had said something about it online. Yeah, The Dear Girls. It's really good. Um, and one thing, like, the husband does, like, a thing at the end, which is really good. Um, and he says, like, that she tells him the joke before she does it and tells him, like, if you're not okay with it, I won't do it. Like, he's allowed to veto 
and he said he only used that veto one time and it was like before her first special because she had some kind of sex joke that you could tell that it was them and he was like it's too on the nose like we need to change it a little bit and after that he never commented and then I had you know the boyfriend listen to it um and then he was like thank you for having me listen to this and then he's like you see Ali Wong would pass the jokes by her husband first he's like you would just do them <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even ask me well, her husband yeah well I think when they were dating too hmm. he's like you wouldn't even ask me like my thoughts or if it was okay and I was like yeah I should have at least mentioned it to you instead of just you know saying it and then you're shocked because you had no idea I was gonna say this mm. so I was like in that way I'm learning that you know I group is like tools yeah because it's like there's gotta be some kind of respect yeah. it's not about them telling you not to do it or to change it it's just like hey maybe I mention it you know yeah I mean I don't know I I, I can I see both sides because I feel mm. like my, my husband he's pretty chill like I I say a lot of stuff yeah, because at first I was very defensive. I was like, this is my art, and I should be doing it the way I want, and whatever you say doesn't matter. But then at the same time, it's like, oh, if I was the other way, would I want somebody saying certain things about me? I mean, it just depends, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, that's definitely a tricky situation. Um, I do think that there's definitely... It depends if, like, you see yourself with that person. Yeah. Um, the, you know what I mean? Uh, well, I got, definitely a, yeah, I got a plot twist. So now he's doing comedy. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, so now you guys should really be together because you're both just talking about each other. Yeah, so, like, because on the weekends, like, I spend time with them because during the week I'm busy. And, like, as the show is getting closer, I was like, I need to be doing open mics on the weekends. And it's, he had mentioned that he was interested in starting up again. And I was like, hey, you want to go to the open <coughs> mic, you know, on Sunday, you know, for an hour? And he was like, okay, I'll go. And he did a 10-minute mic. And he was just like, wait, you signed me up for a 10-minute mic? And I was like, you'll be fine. You know, just talk. He was up there, and he's like, how many minutes do I have left? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's good that you guys are now doing it together. You know, yeah. maybe you guys could do yeah. a show together. Yeah, and then he did a joke where he talked about me. And it was a sexual joke. And I was like, okay, this is how he felt. Because <laughs> mm. he was like, oh, you know, it's No Shave November. I asked her if I should keep the beard, and she said yes. I thought she was just messing with me because, you know, it might make me look ugly. But now she keeps her eyes open during sex. And I was like, you did not just say that. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, a couple people in this room know that we are together. You are throwing me under the bus. And I was like, and that's not even true. <laughs> oh, Karina, you can't be over here being over-critical. <laughs> Yeah, so then, I, so then I was like, oh, you know, this is how... I was like, I'm not going to say anything, because it's like, yeah, it, it was a little bit more, but I was like, you know what, this is his joke now, and, you know, if I want him to be okay with my stuff, I need to be okay with that, and it wasn't that big of a deal, so... Yeah, like I had a friend who, his girlfriend was there, and he starts talking about how... He wanted to put it in her ass and some other... <laughs> She's right there. She's videotaping him. Everybody must know that they're together because, you know, why would she be... I think I've seen this guy yeah. in his girlfriend recording. And I was just like, after the whole thing was over, 
um, I mentioned it, and I was like, yeah, it was good, but I don't know about that thing where you start mentioning, like, you know, the, the, you know, getting her from the back, and then I could see that she was uncomfortable, and she's like, yeah, when he started doing that, I was just like, ooh, like, people are gonna realize that it's me, and I was like, yeah, I was like, maybe I wouldn't include that in your set, like, especially if she's here, you know? That's true. I will say that, like, when your spouse or even family members in the audience, you know, depending on who you are, you mm -hmm. know, maybe you do different bits. Yeah. Or different stuff or, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, I did a show in Stockton and my mom came. <laughs> and then I just, like, I took, like, three, I took, like, two minutes and I just, like, I didn't roast her, but I kind of had, like, and she loved it. Like, my mom just, like, oh, she's so much fun. You know, and normally I probably would do it. But anyway, it turned into something I use now. But it was just, like, you know, um, it's those moments. Like, you do, you, you do, you do are mindful, especially, I don't know, I, I, I haven't performed in front of, like, 500 people or, or even 1,000, 2,000, you know, at once. So, until I get to that point where I really can't see... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, it's pretty personal. It feels intimate, you know? Yeah. Or not personal, but it feels intimate. The, the performances are pretty intimate. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a hundred people. Like, it's like, I like oh. the stages where they blind you. Really? I don't know. It's difficult because, like, it's, there it's, are moments where you want to look and you really can't. And, and so it's almost like your body will, will try to look even if your mind's like, but you, no matter how you've been, you can't see. Yeah. You know? So. I think, I think the first time it was a shock. I think it was like at the ice house was the first time where I was like blinded and I was I think the first thing I said was like wow these lights are really bright <laughs> um and then you just got to get used to it and it's like at the comedy store like you're blinded but it's good because it's like well now I can't see the person that I'm talking about but you can still see the front yeah yeah which it's, is nice because I don't know it's kind of weird it's almost like being in a I don't know, like a medical asylum, which is just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like ah, and then you just have to pick. But I, at the same time, it's, it's preparing mm -hmm. for bigger stages where maybe you can't or whatever. Yeah. No, when you start failing in front of a lot of people, the anxiety be kicking anxiety. in. Anxiety. That's why I meditate and have tea. <laughs> <laughs> tea time. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to, like, drink heavily before a show or anything because it's like, then now I'm just going to forget stuff. True that. I don't know. I, I haven't had a drink since my birthday in January. That's a long time. It is. When I look back. You want a drink? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, kidding. I have nothing. No, no. It's not like anything. I just have no inclination. Nothing. No. Nothing. I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. I haven't had a drink since Yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, because I see the bar up there. Um, everything's at least halfway below. An hour I, ago. I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, those are some of those are from December of last year. <laughs> That's okay. Alcohol is not something you expect. No, it, no, that was last. No, we're not. Mm -mm. No, you no, can roll I, over. Yeah, because I had bought stuff to make Irish coffees during the holidays. Look at you. <laughs> Being responsible. <laughs> I already planned my Thanksgiving. It's like, yeah, we're going to make Irish coffees and watch movies. <laughs> Thanksgiving, I remember, it was like like eating the first meal because you eat like earlier in the day, like, mm -hmm. you know, around the afternoon. Then you have that football game. Then you come back and you eat again for the second one. And then you go into a food coma for the second time. <laughs> and then finally you're full from the food. So then you come in because you have that sweet tooth. And you just load up and get that sweet potato, that peach cobbler, <laughs> and get that um, banana pudding. Ooh, banana pudding. Just be out. 
all then dream about food wake up wake up and get more food and then go in there and then make that um the sandwich uh the sandwich but the um leftover food like where you heat up and you just like it's all it's still good eating into yeah. the other food and you don't even know and you yeah, oh. and then like three, and then three couple that you get tired. Like, you're like, can we, get can, some we more food? can we throw this away? <laughs> you're like, if I have to eat another slice of turkey. Oh, that's why when my mom, whenever she comes and visit, I'd be like, Mom, can you just make Thanksgiving dinner with New York New Year's Eve? But she makes gumbo and then black eyed peas on top of like all the grubs. Mm-hmm. Like, you got me in here working out. So I'm trying to get my Grammy to come too. Like <laughs> if we put all the women together, you guys can get this meal stuff. <laughs> Are you helping? Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I will shop. I'm, I mean, like, look, I can cook. I'm tired. I want to. I want to chill. I want to just sit there. I, I'll eat. Oh, gosh, I mean, I I cook all the time. So now I'm not into the business of like cooking a big meal. No, I was just telling my boyfriend today. Like I was uh, FaceTiming him, whatever, because I haven't seen him since Sunday. Um, and then I was like, at like 7:30, I was like, I gotta clean. <laughs> and then. I was like, if we lived together, you would do all the cleaning, <laughs> And then he was like, no, I wouldn't. He was like, I would set up a system for you so that you would keep the place clean. I was like, what system? And then he was like, oh, I would buy... Um, a Roomba? <laughs> no, like, because the, the main thing is, like, there's clothes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I just... It's clean. Well, because I clean. <laughs> oh, okay. And he was like, oh, I would get, like, you know, the laundry baskets and have them all over the apartment so... You could just throw your clean clothes in there. And then I was like, but then the place would be messy because it's littered with the laundry baskets. And he's like, oh, no, they would be, like, in spots. And I was like, laundry baskets is not going to help keep the place clean. <laughs> no, but you should give her those basketball hoop laundry things so that you can, like, toss it oh, in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his solution. <laughs> that's, that's, one, that's one way. That's yeah. one way. Or maybe... You, you just have to do yeah, and then up. I was like, you know, you can just clean it, and then I would just pay you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're out of the, out of your mind, but you know what? That's not a bad idea. I, um, you're like giving him chores, you give him allowance. No, he comes over here and he washes my dishes. <laughs> oh, you know that's good. Yeah, that's no, that's a good thing. You like, do you cook? Sometimes. You, you know, you guys look. You you helping each other out. You know, relationships. I'm telling you, it's just about man loving each other, and it's that's how he can show you he loves you. Oh yeah, no, he says that he knows that that's like my love language. Like he will go do my laundry. Y'all already know love languages. We're shoot, we're the mistletoe. I'm about to be married or something soon. That's all you need is that sort of acceptance and love. Yeah, because he knows that I don't like to do those things, like throw out the trash. (laughs) I'm telling you, I speaking of trash, girl, I got to put my trash cans out. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's, hopefully they're out. Hopefully they come out. Because there's nothing like missing trash day. Oh, yeah. Some bins be stolen. Then you start putting your trash in the neighbor's trash. Wait, we haven't got to that point, but we can't. I mean, our neighbors, they know us. Our neighbors, they know us, but I don't know if I want to, like, put, you know what I'm saying? Like, girl, they're cool. They would probably let us, but dang, we got a few trash cans. I mean, there's no reason that, you know, put our trash cans. No, I think, I think you can buy trash cans, right? Like, you can get extra trash cans. Yeah, for from the, yeah. Yeah, my parents had like six trash cans. <laughs> they said, um, so we're gonna need enough for a couple of people's places. Yeah, because they they live in a duplex, so there's oh. a house in the back and then their house. Um, and I think they got like five or six trash cans. Like they bought extras. I don't. You know what? I don't blame them. 
Because, you know what, there's only so many boxes you can break down, you know, mm-hmm. you're just like, look, I just want to put it in the trash, I want the trash can to just do its job. But they have the recycling trash can and the regular trash can. Oh, yeah, us too. It's, girl, it doesn't make it any easier just going out there. I agree. Oof, I hate it. I yeah. hate having to take those trash cans out. Yeah. I hate having to throw out the bag into the dumpster. Well, from what it sounds like, you hate putting your clothes in the hamper. Like, you're like, anywhere I need to put something inside of it, it's just not going to work out for me. And like I was telling him, I need to come out with a system. That way it's easier to clean. Because it's like, it gets messy, and then it gets messier, but a week passes by, and it's like, it, you know, this whole desk was full of stuff. You had me fooled, because it looks good. It's like, we could have been over there writing, working on something. Now we'll two desks, go in. Yeah, so it's like, I need to figure it out. I think I'm just lazy. I don't know. No, you got other stuff occupying your space, right? Like, this TV is huge. I got it from my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Go in. I was like, gosh, that is just so big. It's so, I mean, it, it was his grandpa's. His parents bought it for his grandpa for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But then the grandpa passed away, and it was just sitting in the... So <laughs> <laughs> this, this show, ex-boyfriend's dead papa, grandpa's... <laughs> wow. Also, also, this couch over here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you just don't even... Okay. I also had a lamp. <laughs> Where's the lamp now? I got rid of it. Okay, it was it was just not okay. Yeah, he was just like if you want. Do you take the urn too? You're like you gonna do? Are you all gonna use this? He he had let me borrow it. He let me borrow both of these things. And then and then we broke up. And then he said he was coming to pick it up. He gets here and he's like, I realize it's too heavy. You know, like I don't want to be carrying all this stuff. I was like, why'd you come here? Like. I thought you were coming here to pick up the TV and the couch. He's like, you can just have it. I was like, won't your parents be like, what happened to our TV? And he's like, eh, maybe they can buy another TV. Um, and then he just came because he was trying to win me back. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, no, like, I really thought you were coming back for your TV. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm still on his um, Amazon Prime account. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't buy stuff, too. Brenda, you have a way, honey. I don't know. Some of this, you need to ask some of this because, girl, you are living the life. I think a lot of women and men would be like, how do I make this this, this situation work for yeah, me? Yeah, we broke up almost two years ago. <laughs> you still on his Netflix account, too? He was using my Netflix account. Okay. Well, I don't know if he still uses it, but I was like, hey, I changed the password. Here's the password. Just because I thought it would be even because, you know, I'm in his account. <laughs> I gotta give to your response. <laughs> uh, he was like, "Oh yeah, I use it every once in a while, but not really." He's like, "Thanks." Oh, look at you being amicable. Okay, <laughs> looks good. Yeah, he asked me. He was like, "Are you still using my Amazon account?" And I was like, "Yes, I am." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, uh, "If you want to remove me, it's okay." He's like, "Oh, you're not really. There's no harm, you know. You're just an extra person on the account." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yes. Unless he gets a girlfriend that doesn't have Amazon, but like, you are out, she is in. Yes, and then it's time for you to go, she's not going to want to see, she's like, why are these packages going here? (laughs) I don't think you can see what the other person is buying, because like, we're not on the same login information. Oh. But I can see where he still lives. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay, because I, oh, okay, because I think I do have my own, 
But I just use my husband's. We choose. I literally use it as if it is. Yeah. Because I'm not about to be going through all that. <laughs> and I need to see if we're ordering the same thing. <laughs> Which makes it difficult because when I want to surprise them with something, though. Uh, but that's okay because then I'll just have someone else get it. I forgot who was telling me this. Um, but that they share an account with their mom and then their brother and they want to buy condoms but it's like they can't buy the condoms because they share the account with the parents. <laughs> they want quantity. You may just go to Costco. Okay. Yeah, it was my friend. She was, because I mentioned these like ripped condoms that I was, because she's like, I hate condoms and I was like, you should try these ripped condoms. Like they're actually like better than the real thing. And then she, she took a picture and she's like, I haven't bought them because I'm on the same account as my mom and my brother and it's like, you know, I don't want her knowing, because they live, she still lives mm. with them. She's like, I don't want her knowing what I'm buying, you know. And her boyfriend is on the, no, she's on the same account as her brother. Her boyfriend is on the same account as his mom. Mm. So it's like neither of them can buy it. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. So now they're pregnant. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, so this is the one who had the hole in the product. Okay. <laughs> no. This is the one that's been together, and they're like, hold on, what happened? <laughs> All right, I got to Yeah. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? No, I think I talked about it. Uh, um, what is your Instagram handle? At official Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-I-G-H. Um, my website is ashleyshapiro.com. Subscribe so you know what's going on. If I'm <laughs> near you, um, you know, and um, just sending good vibes into the universe. You know, just take time for yourself. Self-care, it's important. Mm -hmm. Love yourself and be kind to other people. And be true to yourself. That's right. Be your authentic self. Yeah, or else people are not going to like you. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank Thanks. you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this was fun.